welcome to Rich Girl Radio, where I give you the business. It is your girl, Danielle Morell, high ticket mindset, business, and sales coach to other lady coaches and experts desiring a simpler way to scale so they can have the bandwidth and bank to show up as their best in all areas of their lives. In this episode, I really want to unpack why my simpler way to scale framework is the path or the path I'm championing for women to have a rich girl business. And it all really comes back to my own personal journey with entrepreneurship and just the reason why I even called my business rich girl business was really so I could crack the code on if it was even possible or how to do a six-figure business online that really worked with my lifestyle as a wife as a mother um, a caregiver um, just you know the domestic responsibilities all the things that I feel like the modern woman is navigating in this modern world right trying to be on the pursuit of having it all and I just know for me through my journey when I started way back in the 2000 um, maybe nine I want to say just trying to establish you know a, a revenue stream for me that was fun that lit me up that was flexible and again that allowed me more time with my family and to have more fun times and not just be at a desk in a cubicle you know eight hours a day and then coming home trying to do dinner spend time with my kids and really get out ahead of my future and finances right so again i've always had an entrepreneurial spirit from a very young age so i've always known like i'm pink satin in a brown polyester world like i just can't do the brown cubicle box thing i needed something that it was going to really expand my lifestyle right i'm not going to even sugarcoat it so the what i'm you know the the reason and who i am really wanting to support are other women who have a similar vision for what success looks like for them and again that is being able to show up as their best in all areas of their life. And so that's what kind of, you know, got me on this path of wanting to crack this code. And it had to do again with some previous business that, you know, I had attempted to try to do this. So before I started Rich Girl Business, I had an office supply e-commerce product-based business. Um, I was also had a branding and design agency slash website building business and i was definitely trying in different ways to again figure this out how you know i could create this business around my life that was going to give me a ton of money and a ton of time and what i realized is that i struggled in both of those businesses for two reasons. The first one with the e-commerce or office supply business, which was called Cutest Pie Office Supplies. It was so adorable. But I didn't realize how much effort it took to sell $20 laptop bags and you know $10 folders, right? And so while the product was cute, the brand was adorable. It was, you know, again, coming from the desire that, hey, I'm trying to build a business or I love, you know, 
office supplies, <laughs> right? And so I was like, why don't I start an office supply business? And I had saw another woman who was wildly successful at it. So I did see a, a woman who gave me encouragement, like, ooh, starting an office supply business. But again, what it took for that lady to grow her office supply business had a lot to do with probably her maturity, um, her business savvy at the time, because she had gotten a partnership with, um, I think it was Office Depot or Office Max, one of those big retailers. And they had, you know, started carrying her office supply line. And, you know, the rest for her was history. It was very easy to grow that business when she had a distribution retailer, you know, giant, like some of these office supply companies that she had partnered with. That was a little intimidating, very over my head, too hard for me to understand, but I mean, even attempted it. But again, what I realized is that with a low ticket product-based business, it's about quantity. It's about volume. You need to sell a lot of $10 notebooks and $5 cal cal um, calculators to make six figures, even $100,000. And you got to remember with low ticket products like this, especially when you're buying wholesale and then retelling it, you're, you know, 50% of your sales goes right back into inventory. And so that was very challenging, you know what I mean, to grow that business for the time and effort that my friend at the time and I were putting into it. So I that was an attempt. I didn't even go far back and talk about my Mary Kay days and what I learned about, again, selling low cost, low ticket makeup, a commodity and what that really entailed to sell quantity to hit the numbers that I would need to do Mary Kay full time. And then you really realize that that is more on recruiting team members, which I can do a whole episode on how I feel like, you know, multi-level marketing is really premium value or high ticket sales if you do it right. And that's because recruitment of team members that usually are investing in inventory and product at a high quantity, which is really where you're getting that boost in revenue from from doing that type of business model but that's the biggest thing that i didn't understand at the beginning for very long was business models understanding the differences between different business models and what the pros and cons are of different business models and what it takes you know to do a business model or, or in the cons of doing the business model and then picking one based off the resources that I truly have. So anyhow, like I shared with you, did some Mary Kay, did office supply business. And then I got into website design and branding and working with an, another business partner. Um, and I can do a whole nother show about why, you know, sometimes it's definitely good to just figure things out on your own. So you, you know, don't lose so many business partners slash friends along the way. But we got into that business and, you know, I really didn't understand, again, pricing and packaging. And I had a lot of limiting beliefs around um, and just unaware money beliefs, basically limiting and unaware money beliefs that um, was I was really projecting on a lot of these businesses. Definitely, I brought that lack of money awareness when it comes to pricing your value in the marketplace and actually how to price something correctly in the marketplace because what i was doing was undercharging i i was charging five eight hundred dollars maybe max twelve hundred dollars for a website and 
now I was in a new business model that I thought was going to be better than selling $10 <laughs> folders and $20 laptop bags, but it wasn't much better because now I started trading dollars for hours. So now I was doing done for you websites and I still wasn't charging correctly. So it was a lot of time going in. Now I'm, you know, in a situation where I'm taking even more time away from my family and friends, getting further away from the goal because I'm doing done for you work and I'm severely undercharging, right? And getting so stuck with doing the done for you work and doing the work for my clients that I couldn't spend enough time marketing, go get another client. I wasn't stacking enough business fast enough and the price, and then that website design could take three months and you know, now that $1,200 that they paid me is, you know, spread out, you know, over three months worth of work. So yeah, that's where I realized like, okay, getting closer, but we're not there yet. This is not the way. Um, it's undercharging and you're not having a rich girl business. That is when I pretty much had already at this point after the website thing, that was when rich girl business came into play in birth because I was like, I've got to figure this out. I've got to crack this code. I've, if I can crack this code, I'm going to champion it for other women so they can crack this six figure online business. At the time, having a six figure business, a hundred K business <laughs> was the, the pinnacle was the milestone was what was celebrated and um, seem like such an accomplishment in the marketplace if you could do that. So again, I've been in doing this going on nine years now. So we're taking back 2014. And that's when I, again, Rich Girl Business was born so I could help champion, find a way that we can get, you know, I could get to six figures in my business without, you know, trading dollars for hours, burning the midnight oil, not really getting anywhere or progressing. And I wanna champion this for more other women so that they too can have a rich girl business. And that's where it came from. And then again, it was when I got with my coach, my first coach about, I'd say about a year after the rich girl business brand and was born or the idea and launched. About a year later, I invested in my first coach who taught me you know, how to package and price myself at a high ticket level. Some people would consider it not high ticket. Some would consider it premium, but it was $5,000. And she really taught me how to leverage my expertise and my education and my experience and my passions and all of my things to create a more um, high impact, high value offer where, again, I'm coaching and not necessarily Actually, at first, she really just taught me to raise my rates, and that made the biggest difference, right? And then as we worked together, really helping me develop more of a signature offer. And that was the game changer for me. It was that now I could I effortlessly hit almost $178,000. My first 18 months in business after working with her, so I might have been a little bit past 18 months, but 18 months after working with her, that is how much business I generated. And I was just ecstatic. I cracked the code. I figured it out. Like, wow, this is way easier than a lot of the business models that I was trying prior. MLM, Mary Kay, Office Supplies. <laughs> um, what else? I just mentioned websites and branding done for you work. And so that was the game changer. And I was able, again, to, that's how I transitioned into a high ticket 
sales coach, um, offer coach, business strategy, mindset, all the things, right? But it's when I, I figured out that's what was working for me to move the needle, how it did give me more money, it gave me more time, um, because again, I only needed two <laughs> 5K clients a month to hit $10,000. It, I, you know, didn't, I could do it with the audience I already had. I didn't have to have a huge audience. Um, and so that's why I was like, this is the way, this is the way I'm going to teach more women to do. Because again, I feel like my whole goal for rich girl business is how to make having a rich girl business more attainable and achievable for more women. And we definitely have an epidemic going on right now where women are starting businesses more than ever every day we I mean and I say more than ever more than anybody especially women of color black women specifically are starting you know 1600 of the 1800 net new businesses per day by women are started by black women or women of color and so again black women specifically are starting more businesses than any demographic white males women white women um and so you know and so in general women are pacing exponentially exponentially in the entrepreneurial business landscape and even when you drill down further than that black women are leading the charge in many dem demographics so Again, it's like more women are starting businesses, especially black women, yet the statistics show and everybody's heard it by now because it's, you know, a lot of people are resharing it and starting to really get serious about the stat that 84% of black women entrepreneurs or business owners make less than $24,000 a year in their business. So again, we're starting the most businesses per day but 84% of us are generating less than $24,000 a year in our business. So I doubt that the reason why we're starting businesses at such a rapid rate is, you know, to just only make $24,000 extra a year because those who, you know, know, know that running a business is no small feat. It's, you know, a personal, um, journey you know that it's it's many things that you have to deal with emotionally mentally some cases physically and so i doubt we're doing all of that investment of our time energy you know mind <laughs> mind work just to be earning twenty four thousand dollars a year we're not what we have is a lot of women starting businesses but few women very very few know actually how to make money um, and we have a lot of women who are, do not, you know, that are not making any money yet. You know, when you're starting a business that takes, again, we said time and money, which is now detracting from your household, which again, the ultimate goal here is not just to have a rich girl business, but to have a business that really is de designed around your lifestyle and specifically your feminine lifestyle. So we're talking again, your desire, um, you know, for relationships, your the the responsibility of being a caregiver, because whether you're you have children or not, you're most likely going to be taking care of alien parents or sis siblings, right? So that gives you self care, <clears throat> travel, all of those things that we are aspiring to have in our life to make normalized in our life. We want to have a business that 
adds to that, allows us to be more of who we are and add to our lifestyle, add to our support in our home and our team, all those things and not take away, you know, and really to buy us back time and give us money to really maximize the time we do having, again, create those memories with our family and our friends and for ourselves. So we don't want to be in a business or have a business that is detracting from the ultimate goal, which is to, you know, have a more prosperous harmony lifestyle, right? More peaceful, elevated lifestyle, more fun, freedom, all the things. So again, as I'm on this journey and I'm really defining like what does rich girl business, how can I get more women to have a rich girl business? I'm noticing like, okay, the way that most women can have a rich girl business is by, you know, leveraging what they already have that is a value that they can bring into the marketplace and really being aware, you know, what their resources are that they can contribute to their business. So, you know, one is knowing your resources, right? So, you know, do you have the time to run a business that requires you having to mass market and sell? Do you have the advertising for that? Um, or the advertising budget? Do you have the engaged audience and awareness to pull off a business model that requires you to sell a lot of quantity or a lot of volume of something? So yeah, that's just what it is. It's like, I realized that one, women need to take into the account the resources that they have to leverage to grow a business. And really, you know, the best way for most women to have a rich girl business where it's more achievable is really monetizing your expertise, right? Ex monetizing your education experience, um, ed I mean, expertise, experience, education, and passions, right? And putting that in a high value, high impact offer so that, you know, you don't need so many people. You, you, you know, I just think it's more attainable and achievable for women to sell fewer people at a higher rate to get to their rich girl business than it is to try to sell a lot of people at a little amount. And so I'm not saying you can't do that. And that's here the thing I want to bring up, too, is that. There's many ways to have a successful business, you know, in, in general and especially online. So I'm not saying my way is the only way to having a rich girl business. So the thing that I want my audience to really just understand is discovering and deciding what's the business model that you want to do that's going to work for your lifestyle, being very clear, like, you know, what that is going to require. And so... Yeah, there's many ways to you know make money. I'm not saying my way is the only way, but this is the business model that I prefer to champion it and to, again, coach on and teach women is how to leverage their intellectual property and their expertise and their transformation and their vision and their value and their mindset and their wisdom and their fantasies into a high impact, high value offer that they can bring to the marketplace quickly that doesn't require a lot of overhead to get started or products or a lot. I mean, like again, merchandise, things that are going to, you know, that they have to put too much of an upfront cost in and then always, you know, having to sell a lot of that. And again, you can sell things that are high value and high, um, high ticket. So there are business models where it's product based and they do sell things of a higher value so they don't need as many. 
Uh, but I find that's not what most people start when they start a business. They usually pick low ticket, low product items if they choose that business model and they just get really far like I did to realize I don't have the audience awareness, advertising, all that it takes. Again, uh, maturity, you know, um, time, dedication, just sell to the mass market when I was doing the office supplies. And then again, what I find is a lot of women do try to monetize their expertise, their transformation, and they undercharge, which is what I did in the second, you know, situation with the website. So we've got two things you're either in a business model that requires way too many resources. Um, and I, again, I find that when you are a coach, an expert monetizing, again, your expertise, it's way faster and easier and lower barriers of entry and lower resources needed, such as, you know, sales, audience, all of that type of stuff to have a rich girl business quickly. Again, that it gives you that business by design around that feminine lifestyle, again, around your feminine demands, desires, and your, you know, your skill sets, you know, or what's um, unique to women. So that's just kind of, again, how I got to the path of like, okay, I've tried different business models. You know, it's not as easy. It takes a level, uh, you know, and I'm not saying it can't be done, but it didn't work for me. So when I learned how, again, to package and start pricing my expertise in a more premium and high value way, and I was able to start actually having a rich girl business that gave me the time and money, I was like, okay, this is the way that I'm going to be championing. I'm going to be championing a simpler way to scale, which is really where my brand and messaging has evolved into now where I'm even more um, clear about the framework that I take lady coaches and experts through that give them a rich girl business with fewer, the almost the fewest clients possible so that it's more achievable and attainable that you don't have to mass market. You don't have to have a huge team. It doesn't have to be a complicated company. You don't have to be having, you know, complex funnels and tech and all of that stuff. And that's, again, part of my rich girl business vision as of now. It might evolve. <laughs> but right now, I like a very lean leverage and lucrative business where it gives me plenty of free time and for thought le labor, thought leadership. Right. It gives me free time to. Um, you know, manage my home and manage my life in a way that gives me m more energy and clarity to actually give better for my clients when I do show up to coach. Because I feel like coaching is already such an energetic um, demand, <laughs> right? That when your home life or your financial life or it just feels very overwhelming, you don't show up your best as that leader and coach and mentor to your clients as you would like. So I personally, um, again, like a business that gives me, you know, that mental space and mental support so that when I am on, I can be truly on and I'm not distracted or again, burdened <laughs> by not having enough time and money in other areas of my life. So I think this was a good episode. I had like a script of everything I wanted to kind of break down about my simpler way to scale framework. But I think this is a good start to just get back to the basics and bring some more clarity on to exactly like why I call myself a high ticket mindset business strategy and sales coach. Um, 
you why and why is that the rich girl business way and why do i have the leverage and lucrative lady boss club which is my path to becoming having a rich girl business by leveraging this simpler way to scale framework which means that we are packaging and pricing ourselves in more high value high impact offers so that we can work with fewer people at a deeper level but also work with clients longer and create high monthly recurring revenue for our business and i can do a whole episode on the pros and um, you know and i can address some of the conversation around the um coaches creating longer containers and the importance of them or the conversation around them driving down the importance of having mrr in your business and monthly recurring revenue so I'll make a mental note that that'll be a good conversation to have too. Because you know, some people, you know, will say that coaches just setting up their programs like this is just a money grab. <laughs> and I say that this having longer containers is actually very beneficial, more beneficial to the client than to the coach. It's not a money grab for the coach. There's a lot of great reasons why having clients in a longer container is a better for them and um, has a lot of benefits to how you run your business so that it's better for them. So, but that will save that whole unpacking for another conversation, shall we? So I think this was a good start of where I wanted to like kind of springboard and get back clear so everybody who's listening kind of understands like, you know, why is it called rich girl business and I'm not just helping every woman get rich and I'm not helping every business and I'm not helping every business model and i've really honed down and said no these this is the business model that i think most women more women can uh, um, realistically attain and achieve that's accessible to more women because again they're not playing a game where they have to you know be popular to be paid they're not playing a game where they have to hustle and grind to sell a lot of little things you know it's really honoring their genius honoring um it's honoring their gifts it's honoring their transformation it's honoring their wisdom it's honoring you know the life experiences they've had the transformation they've already created for themselves and people that they've already transformed in their space so really it's about honoring that right so helping women really understand their value in the marketplace really help them package and offer something to the marketplace that lights them up that lights up their best clients and really, you know, again, get into a business model where they can grow their business with fewer people in a simpler way so that they can, again, have a business that supports their life. Right. And really that feminine life of feminine demands of being a woman, <laughs> feminine desires, um, feminine gifts and strengths that we have. So again, that's why, again, I'm, the rich girl business is getting more focused on who we support, how we support them. And this is why we we're doing it this way. I'm doing it this way because I have been in this space for nine years. And one of the gifts to that is that I have really had the ability to sift and sort and decide what I don't like and what I do like. And I've worked with hundreds of women to know who is most likely to see success in their business faster and how. And then, you know, I've worked with women who, 
they might make the same amount of me or more money than me, but it, they come to work with me because they like how I'm doing business, right? Because I'm keeping in focus, right? What the main thing is, the main thing that th I need a business that doesn't get too complicated or ruined. That's part two of the rich girl way. Like we just don't, we don't want to have to be required to create something um, that's, you know, elaborate or huge infrastructure or company wise to again have a business that's rich rich in time rich in money rich in friendships rich in family and freedom and rich in self-expression i mean again rich girl business is a play on the fact that you can have business but you can still keep it fun you can still keep it feminine right it doesn't have to be taken so seriously we can add some of our personality and the things that make us unique and fun about, you know, being a woman or being ourselves. So that part too. So anyhow, I think this is a good stopping point and I'll pick up on another episode so we can continue, you know, deep diving on this simpler way to scale framework and just keep on expanding and um, elevating the conversation about what a rich girl business looks like. What are we defining a rich girl business looks like? I've been having a lot of conversations with people who, they want a business, but they, again, they, they're okay. They don't want to sacrifice or compromise or add too much responsibility to themselves and create another job for themselves. So there's a lot of demand for a simpler way to do business that again, supports you, but doesn't get so out of control for you that you start to, you know, take away from the things that you were really building this business for in the first place. So I'll talk to you ladies later and until next time, much love, much peace and prosperity.